Namaste. What's up? Beautiful Thursday afternoon here in Vancouver. And I don't know if you can see me or not. It's showing that we're live right now. What's going on? This afternoon's trigger proof transmission has been brought to you by a beautiful afternoon here in Vancouver. I got very inspired after a conversation I just had <clears throat> surrounding relationships and uh, I put up a post earlier asking about red flags and it got me thinking and one question was asked and about how do you know like what's the red flag? How do you determine what would be a red flag? And so I wanted to explain that a little bit and give you some guidance on that so let me know if you can see me hashtag replay if you're watching again I'd love to see you know what you got out of this because you probably didn't watch on uh, live because I didn't announce it let me know what you got out of this what was your biggest takeaway I really want to know how this lands for you if you just jumped into this group for the very first time I want to welcome you we've had a tremendous amount of growth over the last few months it just started a couple months ago and now it's gone to well over a thousand eleven hundred twelve hundred members and my name's Dr. Nima Romani and I'm a chiropractor and why the hell do I talk about relationships and secure attachments and all of this stuff what does this have to do with anything and I'm gonna answer that and I want to just let you know that if you're brand new here you were invited or you found this you know this this group you're most welcome uh, my goal here is to give you content that actually wakes you up rather than distracts you content that actually causes you to look because so Socrates said an unexamined life is a life not worth living and it I believe that that's true and if I can tell you my example when I put on some lenses proper lenses and I started adjusting my lenses and examining my life I could actually see <clears throat> that I didn't like what I saw in my relationships and I took all of the training that I had in the nervous system plus all of the personal development work that I did in polyvagal theory healing my own body and creating a sense of safety within all of my anxiety that I was kind of raised in uh, that got passed down from generation to generation those things were blocking me from having healthy relationships one relationship after another would break down and I couldn't get this relationship right thing right and I started seeing patterns in my patients that were all coming in with stress related disorders if you just got to know them they had problems with healthy secure interdependent relationships and their breakdowns and the stories around them which were replications for past events with primary caregivers with mom and dad that fracture and rupture was impacting their the way that they were showing up the way I was showing up in my current relationships and my early attachment wounds were bleeding into my relationships preventing me from creating what's the holy grail I believe which is the holy grail of all human existence is a secure attached relationship which is <coughs> excuse me another way of saying healthy interdependence in a way of I'm married now in a way of my wife doesn't need me and I don't need her 
I'm not dependent on her. She's not dependent on me, but we have a healthy interdependence because to be needless of one another, there's nothing sexy or romantic about that either. <laughs> so there's got to be some middle ground between completely codependent and needy to avoidant and I don't want to have anything to do and just completely blocking intimacy. There's a sweet spot in the middle. I wonder if I could create this sweet spot in the middle and I started to study what secure attachment relationships were all about. I started to study the polyvagal theory and to understand how my nervous system is going to be the number one limiting factor of me being able to have a healthy relationship, a safe relationship with someone else. How can I create safety in this interaction or with my clients or in my business if me and my body, I'm in survival mode, start stemming back from an old childhood event. So it's impacting the way that we have secure relationships. And what does a secure relationship ideal goal look like? I had to ask this question, so I'm going to present it to you and let me know if this is resonating with you. Number one, when you see secure relationships, you see people, um, they have kind of like a natural grooming of one another. You can tell. If you're, wa you're at a date, so sorry, you're, you're, you're at a restaurant, you're watching tables, you can literally see what the secure relationships look like. They have matching behaviors. They're present with one another. There's a natural grooming. There's an easy friendliness and eye gaze that's happening with one another. And they experience each other as regulating. It's really neat because whenever I see Diana, oh, you're right there. Every time I see Diana, she's sitting behind me. It's kind of creepy. I didn't realize, which is creeping the hell out of me. She's watching over me. There's an experience of regulating. Like, look at her right there. She's, she's, got her, she's got the little belly going on right there. And when she looks at me and she looks into my eyes, I have this feeling of, oh, I feel safe. When she looks at me, she smiles. She feels safe. It's like when you have, you know, a pet or something, when they see you and they get excited, they experience you as regulating. There's an easy friendliness and an eye, eye gaze. You regulate each other emotionally. That's a secure attachment rather than the codependent type, which triggers the shit out of one another all the time. And you don't actually have the experience of a nourishing relationship, like a refueling station. Like your partner becomes your refueling rather than a draining. And the secure attachment is really important because it builds confidence. And there is research out there that shows that those of us who have secure attachments at home feel safer to go out and explore and take risks. So there's a correlation between career success and relationship success. And I know for a fact right now, because I have things on lockdown at home with my wife and baby mama, that I feel more courageous and confident going out in the world and putting myself out there, which can be scary for most people who are wanting to hide. Does that make sense? So secure relationships basically are f the feeling where you feel more open to explore the world and take risks because we feel safe at home. The closeness between you and your partner brings more safety. When you're speaking with one another, when, when Diana is talking to me, for the majority she has a melodic tone in her voice it's not and i know when she's pissed off at me all of a sudden that melodic tone goes but a secure relationship you're spending the majority of the time in this melodic type of tone and you also feel empowered to repair after a conflict 
okay and you're able to you know keep each other updated you're so tethered to one another throughout the day that you keep each other updated how are you feeling how are you doing like you have this contract that you're like okay I, I'm able to do my work and in, in you know invest my time and energy in my work but then I'll be like you know I'm updating you hey how are you doing I'm doing so and so you um, when you're going through challenge in a secure relationship you're going to reach out to that person and tell them about the challenge when you have something to celebrate they're the one you want to contact this is a, the characteristics of a secure relationship and when you have a secure person who because of their attachment wounds is they have a secure they have security they have a secure attachment style your secures generally tend to migrate more towards secures okay and if you can find a secure individual then you've hit the jackpot the best way to find a secure is to become a secure I'm gonna get into that a little bit more but there's a higher probably a probability of longevity in secure attachments and you end up treating each other well generally speaking secure attachments treat end up treating each other well so my question to you is my question to you is what evit like what kind of relationship did your parents have go ahead and write in the comment section what kind of relationship did your parents have did they have a secure attachment chances are if you didn't weren't raised with a secure attachment you wouldn't know what to model yourself after do you have any of those to model that's the first step okay so um, how to determine if someone is secure attached well you're gonna wanna look for some red flags you're gonna wanna look for some red flags I'm gonna give you a few red flags to look at when you're in that process to see who you're dating and who's in front of you this guys girls doesn't matter first thing that I want you to see number one sign that the person that you're with and you're dating there's a red flag to look for number one sign is that they're still playing the victim to their past relationship they're still playing victim see in every relationships there's there can be drama and in a when you're looking from a bird's eye perspective of any drama there's a triangle there's a victim there's a perpetrator and then there's a savior victim perpetrator savior so if they are still stuck in a victim story this will come through very quickly when you get to know somebody and they start talking about their past relationship if they're speaking from a perspective of a victim this would be a good idea for you to have a little red flag that they have unresolved unhealed wounds which we all are walking wounded but if they're playing victim hardcore I'm not saying bad things didn't happen to them I'm saying you're only listening to a one-sided story because you've been in that situation before when you have had a breakup and you're listening to your ex talk about you they're of course they're telling you their story you have one too there's two people there's two to tangle and if they if they are right away coming strong at you with a one-sided victim story it's a good red flag wanna know why because they are still seeing a perpetrator they're not taking responsibility for their role in the drama triangle and 
they have an open unhealed wound and within a few months to years you will be their next perpetrator within the next few years you will become or months you will be their next perpetrator because these unhealed wounds from the last relationship were unhealed wounds from your past your childhood these attachment wounds unconsciously we are replicating them you must if you want to heal a healed person is able when you see them and you're starting to date and they're talking about their past they're able to own their part in the drama triangle they're able to own that they were the fixer the rescuer the savior they were the perpetrator because you can never see what happens is when you're the fixer when you show up as the fixer of the relationship you can never really fix another person it's never gonna measure up so because you don't measure up the way you were supposed to you are gonna end up becoming their perpetrator so if they have unhealed wounds they are the victim you are gonna soon become the perpetrator the healed individual will be able to go I was totally the victim for a while it was tough but I can see how I hurt them too and I had to kind of wake up take ownership become my own here in other words become my own hero and heal those are the people that are gonna let you know that they're more in the secure if they're playing victim you know all right be careful now I'm not telling you anything new I'm just organizing it for you in a way where you can understand secure attachments okay if they have unhealed open wounds they're looking for a savior now your responsibility if you want to create a secure attached relationship is to look at yourself and wonder and see why the savior inside of you is so pulled to this person because victims attract saviors victims attract saviors who want to become the savior who then end up becoming the perpetrator who then end up becoming the victim because that perpetrator because you were not the savior you couldn't rescue them you couldn't possibly help them heal their own wounds because that's their job to do now you're the perpetrator which then has them act out towards you and now you're the victim it's all a clusterfuck it's called the drama triangle and the, a secure attached person will be able to own their part in it by doing that when you do you can take old broken relationships and totally restore integrity with them not for the sake of getting back together but for the sake of actually healing my ex-wife was at my own wedding like and there's no resentment there and we have a healed relationship and I feel freedom from my past if you're on a date with somebody who's still talking from a place of their open wounds they haven't yet owned their part that's okay it's not a bad thing it's just where they're at and they're not complete and the reason why that's a red flag is either enter at proceed with caution because you will soon be her next perpetrator and if you do still go towards that person you're wise to look at what part of you wants to be the savior the insecure part of you does which comes from your own trauma and your own unhealed wounds which brings me back to the topic of the conversation which is how do I create a secure attached relationship I'm glad you asked so you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast 
designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Become becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience. And a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Here's what you want to do. When you're in a relationship, you want to see where they're at, you, you want to gauge where they're at, have the conversations about your old wounds. If you have the, you know, once you've done the work, you don't have shame about the conversation. You're not trying to hide or pretend. What you want to do is you want to ask that person for what you need early on. Why is that important? Well, because number one, you are honoring yourself and you're saying, look, I have these wounds, I have this going on, this is basically who I am, and I'm going to need you to text me back after we see each other. Or, you know, when I respond to you, or when I do so-and-so, I'm going to need you to so-and-so. When you say that you're coming at 5.30, if you can't come at 5.30, I'm going to need you to let me know so that I don't worry about you. And if you're able to state your needs earlier on, it says a couple of things about you. Number one, that you're confident and you're not codependent. First of all, you got to get yourself to the place where you are confident about asking for what you need. If you're not, I'm going to talk to you, talk to you in a moment. So ask what you need early on. If you have a problem with that, notice your resistance for asking what you need. Because the reason why we don't ask for what we need is because we think if we ask for what we need, in the past we asked to get our needs met, it wasn't given to us, we were rejected. We, we, didn't, we don't want to feel rejected, so we just don't ask for what we need. So ask for what you need. Their response will tell you how secure attached relationship, how secure they are. Because a truly secure person will be able to respect that and go, yeah, okay, that's what you need. Based on your story, I'm willing to, okay, because I want to help you. I want to create an environment where you feel safe because I know that ultimately my goal is secure attachment too. So I want to have you feel safe because I get to win. So how can I make sure that you have your needs met? That's how you create a secure attachment early on. It's critical. Number two is you want to know what your boundaries are and share them openly. Again, this is talking about needs. Those are two tests because the way they respond to those things, which are not inauthentic, they're real. This is what my needs are. These are my boundaries. Their response to you will tell you exactly where they're at. And now, 
you're starting the foundation of creating secure attachment, creating a healthy interdependence. Because when you do create that, life feels different. Relationships are experienced as nourishing rather than draining. This is what I want for you. That's actually what becoming trigger-proof really is all about. If you don't have the training yet, I do a free training uh, for anybody in this group. If you're in this group, I give you the promo code for free. Let me just message me, say, I want the training, and I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it already. It's 90 minutes, and it will blow your mind on how to become trigger-proof and to heal your attachment wounds. Because if you want to secure relationships, you must... the, the the most effective path rather than crossing your fingers and hoping to marry a secure person is to heal your attachment wounds is to basically take you know take responsibility and deal with your insecurity and your own fears because until i deal with my own insecurity and fears everyone around me will seem like a perpetrator and i'm afraid of getting hurt so if you want a secure relationship, do yourself a favor and heal those attachment wounds. What incompletes do I have from my previous relationship? What are my resentments? All of these are baggage that you're carrying with you to your next relationship. And it's wise for you to change it. I looked last year at my mission statement and I made one little tweak and said I want to be a husband and father. That was in May. Two months later, I meet this chick this woman, excuse me, which is ironic. I use the word chick. She's, she, she's got her master's in sociology and women's studies. In other words, she's a feminist. Okay? And there was one moment where she was in the kitchen. She was cooking eggs or something, and she didn't have shoes on. She was barefoot. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I got to take a picture of this. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Come here. You're barefoot and pregnant. I have a feminist who's barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Stop. I'm going to take this photo and send it to your colleagues at school and they will be completely ashamed of what you've become. <laughs> she loves that joke. So I joke about that, but uh, it just shows you. <laughs> it's just comedy of errors there. It's just a comedy. Like it's divine comedy that I end up with a feminist who's uh, now, you know, become my wife, who's convinced her to become my wife. And I believe that I have, like, this is the most secure attached relationship that I've ever had, where I feel safe to be myself, that I feel seen for being myself. I don't have to pretend or hide parts of me, even the ugly parts. I get to show them, and she gets to show me her vulnerability, and then use that as more deeper connection. And it's a work in progress, and it's the most fulfilling thing that you can do because I don't care if you have 10 million dollars in the bank if you don't have a secure attached relationship at home you're not really fully experiencing life at your best and the your access point to creating a secure attachment at home is to create security within yourself and get yourself out of survival mode number one and start by shifting the replicating patterns that you consistently do again and again and again hey Gisela is to shift that pattern. Let me know if anything that I'm sharing is resonating with you. And so a good place to begin this weekend is to heal those attachment wounds. We're going to be talking about attachment wounds to our father.
this weekend because it's Father's Day. And I put a link in the comment section. We have five spots left for our Breathwork and Badassery event. And it's only 20 bucks. And it's your opportunity, if you're interested to heal your attachment wounds, to go in and start with the father bond. We're going to go in. All of my community, we're, we're going to be, my clients are, are going to be there. But I'm opening it up once a month, one of these events we have in this, in this community, to have me guide you into an inner child meditation first that then leads into a one-hour powerful breathwork journey inward to heal the wounded inner child or the adapted adolescent that hadn't had their needs met properly and your road to a secure attachment is to become secure within your primitive relationships with yourself and I found the path and there's nobody here to rescue you you get to learn how to be the hero of your journey and it starts this Sunday and I'm super excited for those of you who are coming Gisela make sure you come this is a perfect opportunity for you to start the pro people say where do I begin I say you start with the breath learn how to change your breathing and self-regulate and if you're just jumping on now make sure you rewind to start the beginning because I give you some drop in some gold there and if you know somebody that's been struggling they need to hear this message that you somebody that you care about invite them in this group and tag them in this training because quite frankly um, the world needs more awakened souls who are taking full responsibility for healing themselves the best way to end this whole mess that the world is in is to go inside and heal ourselves rather than look for saviors outside of us that's what this this community is all about that's what the entire conversation of becoming trigger proof is all about let me know if you need any support we have all the trainings send me a DM and say I want the training I'll send it to you with the promo code and watch it participate learn the tools in creating secure attachments by creating getting out of survival mode in your nervous system and creating safety from within see you at the next perfect time